As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that spends our days bathing, learning magic, and playing electric drums, even though we aren't on house arrest, it's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop, streaming live on Spreaker every Saturday afternoon, or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get those perks. I'm Aaron Dicer from YourMovieFriend.com. He's Andrew Ormsby from Flick Freaks. And each week we'll chat about movies, television, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And this week we are joined by host emeritus, it's Danae here! Hello! The OG! So I have a question. In the intro you said that we're bathing, we're playing drums. What was Uh the other one? Uh, Learning magic. See, I am doing none of those things <laughs> these days. No, embrace the yes and. Yes oh, and, Danae. That's yeah. right. Improv. I am a drummer. And embrace the verbal reality. And I didn't say anything. That was the announcer guy that said it. I don't know why you're putting no, that yeah, on that's, me. That's some oh, guy we hire to come in for like two seconds yeah, and every then he week. just leaves. Yeah. Good yeah. guy. Salt of the earth. The <laughs> salt, budget salt of the earth, that guy. Yeah. Budget at Studio DNA. Big, huge. It's amazing. We can hire someone to come in for That's just a few minutes. That's why we can all sit around all day just playing electric drums. Yep. That's right. Magic. His That's name's right. Chuck. <laughs> uh, yes, bathing, but welcome. Thank you. Bathing with um, some uh, what what is it? The ankle bracelet mm-hmm. on. I know that we're not talking about the movie yet. Um, but when he goes to take a bath, and you know, and this is like kind of being specific, but uh-huh. it's not yeah. a big deal. You know, when you when you have that on, you have to like put the little plastic Do baggie you know on. Personal experience, or just from the movie? From the movie, it was very specific. You saw him. Uh-huh. The people beside me were like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> like they didn't know what he was. Doing. <laughs> I didn't want to tell him. Like he's protecting. You can't put electronic devices in the bathwater. How so. bad Generally does a that bad idea. smell? <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> That's why I was all discolored. <laughs> I think in general, in general, feet are not a good a good option to get too close to with your nose. Speaking of feet, what do you think? Nice. Did yeah. you get new feet? Yeah, he's got his Calvin and Hobbes tattoos. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh it my gosh. Hurt so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First first reaction. That is sweet. 
I love that. Second reaction, are you ever going to cover your feet up now that they're on? Like, even in the wintertime, are you just going to wear flip-flops so people can see them? Well, for right now, I'm trying to wear shoes as little as possible because it's very tender. Yeah. When did you do it? uh, July 5th. No, no, 3rd. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it was before that. So just a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a few days ago. In wow. the winter, actually. I woke up the morning, and I'm like, you know what? I want to get a tattoo. So <laughs> I uh, I just went to the shop, and I'm like, what do I want to get? I, sh- I showed my wife the Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah? And after she was like, those are cool, she said, oh, he is so addicted what, to, to tattoos. To tattoos. <laughs> oh, I plan on getting a few more, yeah. This is the common thing I hear with people who get tattoos is they, you know, it's just like, hey, I've got this space on my body over here. I can get some. Here's- if you have someone who can do it well, yes, <laughs> yeah. you want to get more. Here's how I look at it. Some people keep a journal. This is my version of keeping a journal because a picture says a thousand words. I don't like talking that much. Yeah. Surprisingly being on a podcast. <laughs> if you don't well- like someone. And you, you don't have to give them the boot anymore. You can give them the hobs. Oh, right? yeah. Um, you're going to hobs them right in the rear. The difference the difference in journaling is... A Calvin right up the... What? When I when I write in my journal, it, it doesn't, it's not excruciating pain. <laughs> it's, it's just like, it goes right there on the page. You, I had you can ac- lose your journal. I can't lose my foot. <laughs> I had acupuncture, um, and she put four uh, needle point pressures in my foot. And it was intense. Yeah. But it was just one. And it reminded me of when I got a tattoo. I was like, man, that that had that same kind of feel to it, except for it was just once instead of thousands and thousands <laughs> and thousands of times. <laughs> I think people can, look, obviously it depends where you get a tattoo, but it can hurt more in some areas than others. I yeah. think that's pretty obvious. No, I'm sure. And, and right on the skeleton. Right on the bone. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really, like the worst. really hurt. That's oh. what I've heard. Well, yeah. it looks awesome. Thank you. Have I you- just, in general, avoid all pain at all, so I will never get a tattoo. Even emotional pain? If I can. Wow. No, but- I don't think that's the way to live. <laughs> uh, seriously, I'm not... I know we're really going off topic because, you know, that's what we do, but I think... Especially when Danae's here. Sorry. No. <laughs> if... Then Danae come back every single week, please. That's right. No, but... um. You can't avoid pain. You need to embrace pain because that's how you grow as a person. That's right. You're not growing, Aaron. You need yeah, to but get we're ma- saying the same. You need to get tattoos so you can grow. I just imagined uh, Aaron with like an entire body sleeve. Yes. And like, that that needs to happen right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, right. it doesn't. If you're with the chat or if you're listening later on Spreaker, leave a comment because we want to know what tattoos Aaron should have on his arm sleeve. This is a fun little game you guys are playing. Um, but uh, we're gonna come in next week. He's gonna have the entire prison break tattoo all no, over I wanna, his body. I want to say I embrace what you're saying, but I think that for me is more of when pain enters your life and you can't do anything about it. Yes, you have to grow from it. You're gonna experience. You can't avoid all pain. I'm saying why not try? Why not try to you know? And I'm not. I'm not talking about like it's. It's not like. There are some people who put themselves in painful situations. We're not talking about tattoos anymore. I'm not talking about being masochistic. Right, that's what I'm saying. So there's a line somewhere where it's like, but you also don't want to go through your life fearing pain. And I don't feel like I do that. I just try to avoid it when I can. (laughs) It's not not my favorite thing. Yeah. So, yeah. If you had to get a tattoo, where would you put it? Arm? (sighs) Shoulder? Back? Um, Since it's permanent and I want it to be meaningful, uh, I would probably do a wedding ring tattoo. If I had to do a tattoo, um, hey, uh, I'm just kidding. If I ever got married, I was, was actually going to do a wedding ring tattoo. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, I have plenty of friends that do that. Either that or something, really cool. something with my boys. 
you know, I don't know about their names or maybe. You don't you know, know their some, names? No, I, I, I have to That's why look. you should put them on I, your yeah, body. That's, that's why I need to tattoo them. <laughs> like, put them on your forearms so you, you can always reference are them. Are you Guy Pierce and Memento? You're going to have to get everything yeah. tattooed so you I don't forget I thought about it. when they were growing up. I thought, well, tell me what you think about this. I thought about when they were growing up. You know how people will do the door frame where you mark ages? Uh-huh. Are you going to do about, on your body? Yeah, all the way up my leg. All the way up. Like yeah, every year. <laughs> Each of them would have a, a tattoo mark on my body. I kind of like that. Isn't that kind of really? great? I do. Isn't that kind of great? No, I really do. Kind of, I kind of enjoy that. Except for that, at one point, it would be on your face. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they they've grown. They've, yeah, none of them have outgrown me, but they. Nobody's they, gonna outgrow you, Aaron. Who? Not uh, Ethan has a shot. My so, youngest. So, so the tallest right now would come up to your cheekbone? Yeah, or? somewhere around there. So you would just have this little line on your uh-huh, cheekbone that says initials. number one <laughs> or number two or whoever. I just put their initials. You know, <laughs> ACJ. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, we could do this forever, but let's go into some of our segments. Let's uh, do it. We are going to, of course, we'll have buried treasure at the end. Um, we will. We've got a pretty cool um, Sif quest today about an actor that got locked into a role for you, and then you saw them in something else. I think that'll be fun to discuss. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite summer television. And we're going to review Ant-Man and the Wasp. But before we get into that, Andrew, kick us off. Every single week I scour the internet to find out what is going on in the entertainment world. I pick some topics for us to discuss. We must decide whether or not we care about them or not. Number one! This is actually kind of sad. I shouldn't have ran into it like that. <laughs> Sometimes you got you to temper your maybe intro. Maybe reorganize it. Yeah, I'll reorganize it. There okay. you go. The bane of my childhood. This is this isn't the sad one. Okay, the bane of my childhood is returning to haunt me Uh-oh. as Child's Play is being rebooted. Chucky for me was the scariest thing ever when I was a kid. It's interesting because um, you said the bane of your childhood. I wonder if somebody in your your childhood was hello, Andrew. <laughs> the fire rises. Yes, Andrew. <laughs> Did you ever see Batman Return? Uh, yes. The Dark Knight oh, Rises? Bane. Yeah, Bane. Yeah. Yes. This is the Bane of his I, childhood. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, imagine Chucky with a Bane mask on. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. I actually just saw Chucky in, uh, I rewatched Ready Player One. Chucky's got a cameo oh, yeah. in that. Uh, in fact, everybody has a cameo in Ready, Ready Player One. It's true. Uh, I've never seen any of the Chucky movies. Really? Yeah. No. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, I'm not a horror guy anyway, so this one misses me completely. No, it was one of those things It was on TV and I was walking by and I saw this little doll you know, killing people, and it scared me, and I was only like four. And then the movie rental place we went to when I was a kid uh, had a Chucky poster right on the front door, so I always had to hide in the car in the uh, in the little seat so, so Chucky sad. wouldn't see me. Yeah. So. And, and that's that's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. I This is one of the reasons I'm really glad that my mom and dad were super strict about what I watched. Yeah. Oh, my like, parents were too. They just, you know, they were working all the time. So, <laughs> so, so you got to... Yeah. Kind of like work around it. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't watch any of those. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry it's coming back. Are yeah. you gonna try to go back in as an adult though, and like re, uh, like reconfront that childhood fear? I don't know. Well, if I've, you need to go I've, with honestly, somebody, I've never seen a full Chucky movie ever. Mm, I just would avoid it. Yeah. Don't yeah. even do it then. Yeah. No worries. Just skip yeah. over it. You don't yep. have to. You don't have to have peace with Chucky. He's, <laughs> no. You don't know him anything. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. All right. Now here is the the sad one. Steve Ditko. I don't know if you guys heard mm-hmm. about this. I did. He is the co-creator of both Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Passed away yesterday at the age of ninety. 
it's a full life. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Like ninety, that's a good one yeah. to get to. Yeah. What I didn't like about this, I, I only I don't know much about you know comic books and stuff. So I mean, I care because he's a person who died. So I guess I'll start by saying I do care because he's a person and he impacted you know the culture that we know and the yeah, characters actually, that we love. We actually shift the title of the segment for these. We call it uh, We um, care we deeply. Care deeply so. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the thing that is upsetting to me is that every headline was. Is it Stephen Ditko? Yeah. Dead. Whereas what? whenever you usually see like other celebrities or people and all of them were just that Steve Ditko dead at 90. Instead of passed away. Instead or... of passed away or, oh, you know. Interesting. Like, and that bothered you? Yeah, because it was just, I didn't feel like it was as uh, respected as in its titling. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just, that was the one thing that really stood out to me is that we've got a lot of celebrities who've been passing away and dying. Yeah. And usually there's kind of a little bit more respect in the title of what you click on. Wow. But, I didn't even notice that. But I all it said was see just those. Hard, yeah. hard deads everywhere. But I would have I would have sided with you. I'm like, yeah, that's a little harsh, you know? Yeah. And I guess brash is a better way to say it instead of just, you know, because it's not I, respectful. Yeah. And because I didn't know his name just instantly, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I instantly thought that he was like a convict. That was my... Yeah. I mean, my, huh. I guess my training and just how I read headlines and things like that. I was like, oh, maybe he was just somebody who was in prison or, yeah. you know, some. So this guy must have been a bad guy. And then I saw subtitles, you know, yeah. creator. Of, and I'm like, why is it not? Anyway, that was one thing. That That's interesting. Me. I, uh, you know, for me, I always approach like I'm not a comic book person either. I could not have told you Steve Ditko's name before this happened. Uh, and that's what I like about the way we honor when people move on is I get to be more aware of someone in their work. Yeah. Um, so especially somebody who's, you know, vicariously impacted your life so much through these characters. He's probably somebody, too, that feels like, you know, well, no, I shouldn't put that on him. I was just going to say it's it, it'd be interesting to me if that were me watching Stan Lee in every Marvel movie and going like I created Doctor Strange and Spider-Man as well you know yeah. like so uh, i don't know but but i think it's good to get beyond just the idea of stan lee being the only comic artist creator that we oh, know yeah. so i think that's good yeah um next one up we have four this week by the way Go for it. uh this one is by way of danae because this is just a really cool story we need to hit on so reddit you may have heard of it they have a subreddit for fans of Thanos, like Thanos was right mm -hmm. about his whole thing. So what they decided to do is they are going to permaban half of all of the uh, people in that subreddit. Yeah. Over, what, 100,000? There's a whole bunch of people in this subreddit. Yeah, that's clever. The conversation, of course, being about like, okay, I get what he was saying and, you know, to yeah. preserve humankind doesn't it make sense to just do this and so yeah they're gonna do the exact same thing by perma banning half of the people who are participating i hope i hope their conversation isn't isn't exactly as you're portraying it because <laughs> if it is like just perma ban them all like that is yeah like, no it's you not. can't you can't come to me and tell me like i think it's a good idea for half a population to be mass murdered uh that that's not helpful but i do love the cleverness of you yeah. know the idea yeah. it's fun and finally, I this is insane right here. Whoopsie! Sony meant to upload a Red Band trailer to YouTube, but they accidentally uploaded the entire movie <gasps> instead. How do you accidentally? Okay, 
I've so, accidentally a few ep- uploads before. Yeah. The film is was Kali the Killer, and people are already trying to decide if this was an accident or if it was like a PR gimmick. Yeah, I that was my first thought, too, because it seemed like something that would have no attention anyway. Yeah. It, it, like, part of me wondered if they did it on purpose. Yeah. Is this like an IHOB thing? That's what, yeah, that's like a gimmick, like a yeah. marketing gimmick. Yeah. So I don't know. I would lean that way slightly. I would just assume if you're going to upload a trailer and you have like all these supercomputers, it would take 15 seconds for a major company. Whereas if you're going to upload an entire movie, it might take an hour or so or something like that. Yeah, nobody noticed the 50 gig file that was being uploaded. (laughs) With all of like the warnings that are like, do not up, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be. What was the movie again? Suspicious too. Kali the Killer. It's about yeah. an assassin who begins to an assassin uh, dog breed. Yes, the Kali. <laughs> yeah, assassin. It's like the new uh, what is that? Cujo. Movie? Cujo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was probably on purpose. That's I'm, my I'm, guess. I'm leaning that way. It's not like it because was because they left it up for eight hours. It's not like it was the next Avengers or something. No, that's the thing. Like. It's a movie that, you know, that would be nobody was talking about, and now people are talking about it. That right. would be so fun. If there was actually a mistake, I mean, there are big mistakes that are made. Like, the, the U.S. Post Office just made a huge mistake. Did you see that one? I know no. this is not related at all. I apologize. No, this go is ahead. what I do. It is related. Um, it's a mistake. Uh, let's see if I can find it. But basically, the United States Postal Office, um, on their stamp, it was the Statue of Liberty stamp. And they used the wrong Statue of Liberty. There's actually like two, but they mm-hmm. used, there's one in Vegas. They used one the wrong Paris. one, and so oh, the nice. image wasn't. They didn't pay for that image, so it's like a five million dollar mistake or oh, something. I haven't looked up the exact. I, I mean, I could look it up. You real have quick, to sell but, a lot of stamps. Yeah, so they just realized that they had the wrong. They didn't know. <laughs> Nobody caught it. Yeah, that it wasn't our. Statue of Liberty. You know what? Mistakes are made. We we all make mistakes. We are people. We indeed are people. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know this to be true. Uh, I guess it was the Vegas one. Yeah. Yeah. I when I saw the picture, I was like, "That looks different." (laughs) What is that? What's different? Does it really? It really does. I mean, it's not like really, really noticeable, but like the the nose looks a little like broader, and the green was a little too bright. It's like fluorescent pink. It's actually Maybe a flamingo. Maybe you should have noticed. It's a flamingo. Standing on one leg. <laughs> As a bird, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. There you She's go. She's holding up a, uh, a snow cone instead <laughs> of a... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All good? Uh, That's going to wrap it up for Do We Care. All right. Woo! Let's move on to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Dr. Pym, I actually heard what happened to you. You opened up the quantum realm. That's when this crazy could be ghost who like walks through walls and stuff. Stole your tech. And now she wants to take over the world or whatever. Who would have believed that in your hour of need, you would turn to us? Not me. Because I mean, we robbed you. Do you remember? That's us. Scott Lang is grappling with the consequences of his choices as both a superhero and a father. Approached by Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym, Lang must once again don the Ant-Man suit and fight alongside the Wasp. The urgent mission soon leads to secret revelations from the past as the dynamic duo finds itself in an epic battle against a powerful new enemy. I mean, I wouldn't say that uh, Hope approached him. I would say more he was kidnapped, but whatever. <laughs> well, I think they're trying to avoid spoilers. <laughs> oh, but to oh. experience the story as it oh, happens. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. 
Uh, we will talk. Uh, we will talk all the spoilers because I'm excited about some of the stuff to talk in the spoiler section of this. But right off the bat, did you like it? Love it? Dislike it? Hate it? Or it was just okay? I liked it with an exclamation point. All right. Yeah, I liked it. I loved it. You loved I it. I loved it. Wow. I had so much fun. I think Ant Man is my mm. favorite. Um, you know, Marvel Marvel property. Interesting. Like I just I love the casting. I love everything about the humor. I hear, here's the word I hear, and I'll just start here. I hear people throwing around words like inconsequential and not as meaningful and, you know, not as doesn't go as deep. And I'm thinking, well, can it just be that kind of movie? Like, does every Marvel movie have to tie deeply into all these things? You know, can it just be a fun movie where you just go have a good time with these characters? Absolutely. And I'll just go ahead and say that's not where I have issues yeah. with this movie. But yeah. yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like it didn't miss that depth note for me and i kind of i came out going what, what what was missing from that and then i was like oh it was a comedy it wasn't missing anything right exactly it's, this movie it makes you laugh it's a comedy yeah. <laughs> um i had a, i had a blast and that's probably the main thing i love it's just it's so much fun uh paul rudd is so great as ant-man uh and i have to say this is the other thing eventually uh lily is really great as the wasp like she is such a good partner for him and she also has her own sense of humor. It never feel like she, feels like she's trying to force herself to be like Paul Rudd humor. She has her own kind of almost cynical sense of humor that plays off of him really nicely. Uh, I just love them teaming up in this movie as well. What did you guys like about it? Michael Pena. Oh, he's so good. That's one funny man right Louise. there. Yeah. Yeah. There's one scene, I'm not going to go into specifics, but it is easily the funniest thing I've ever seen in... Well, I wouldn't say all the Marvel movies because I still think a lot of funny stuff in the Marvel movies. Yeah, there's some stuff in Thor Ragnarok that gets me rolling, but it's easily the funniest thing in this movie. Yeah. And I think he steals the movie. I really do. Like, they could make a movie about him. That is where they came from, you know, as thieves. So it makes sense that he would steal the movie. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) That's funny. You know, you mentioned Thor, and so immediately I'm like, comparing the two in my mind mm-hmm. i really did like ring rangarok uh the new the newest one mm-hmm. there was a lot of humor in that one and there's something that's different about watching that movie from this one and i believe it's because i see thor more often than i see ant-man and i see those characters more often in movies than i see the characters in ant-man and i didn't re-watch ant-man before going into this one so it's been a minute yeah um the movie theater i went to they kind of actually had like previously on ant-man playing before the movie which was really helpful because it kind of reminded me of what had just happened my husband totally forgot that evangeline Lilly was even in it he's like was she in the first one because i don't remember anything so he was kind of missing some of that too and this movie can stand alone you don't have to remember everything going in um but once you kind of got into it, yeah, then I remembered their relationships and their personalities. And I agree with you, Aaron. I thought the characters were really fun. I think the thing that I liked probably besides it being a comedy and just being able to kind of enjoy it, that it is lighthearted and fun is definitely the play with perception. That is like the highlight of this movie for me. Yeah. And I think that's, that is the main reason that I, that this is becoming my favorite Marvel property is because just the idea of shrinking and enlarging things. Can it's just be, so fun. It's so creative. What was that movie? There's so many creative things you Honey, can do I with it. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yes, thank you. That's yeah. yeah, I was kind of back in that world. 
And you know what the other thing I love too, just before we move on to the things that maybe we didn't like about the movie, because I know that's what's coming up next because I listen to the show. <laughs> I'm a huge fan, you guys. Um, is like I was looking around the audience and you've got like these families that are sitting together and you have moms and dads that are cracking up and kids too. And I love it when a movie can do that and they yeah. do it well. And so this is totally one that the whole family can enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I would mention uh, on the pro side is, uh, and I actually maybe can see how this would be a negative for some people. I thought the movie was very straightforward, and I loved that. I've never felt confused about like what was going on in the movie, where it was going. Um, the plot seemed very directional, which I loved. It didn't feel like it had to have a bunch of you know twists to it. There were a couple story moments where things turned, but for the most part, it just felt like a very straightforward uh, kind of concept for the whole plot. And I really enjoyed that. You know, it just felt like it felt effortless. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't, I didn't feel like, do you mean like at the beginning of the movie, it's kind of laid out what the plan is. And then that kind of is, that's what happens. The plan. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't really like shift around a lot. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's very contained. Yeah. And I I like that. Yeah. So let's talk about negatives. Um, Andrew, I think you probably were on the, the lowest end of us, even though we all liked it. Yeah. What, what kind of held you back from going to that next level? So, um obviously without going into spoilers i think that the going against the plot of this movie this movie could have been wrapped up if there was like a 15 minute conversation between all the characters and then none of the stuff in the movie would have happened so it's it's a whole bunch of you ever, you you always see those movies where it's like why can't you guys just talk it out for five minutes and then Everything is settled. But is that unbelievable to you? Because that seems to me like real life. That's another thing about this movie. I think that the Ant-Man property as a whole, while entertaining, you know, shrinking Mm -hmm. and stuff, but like controlling ants and stuff like that, that part of it always seemed to be, even though you have properties like Thor and stuff, the most outlandish of all of the Marvel properties. I would also say even with the shrinking and enlarging things, the physics of it are mind-boggling. Yeah. And in not not really dealt with in the movie, you know, there yeah. there are, there are the physics. I don't think it's spoilers to talk about, you know, shrinking things inside of other things that shrink or don't shrink, and yeah. which things shrink and how they shrink, and how do atoms work? Do the atoms themselves get bigger, or yeah. does it replace it with other atoms? Like all that kind of stuff. If you stop and think about it, you know, you go, oh well, some of these things don't make sense. For instance, let's just talk about a shrinking vehicle. This is one that, that bothered me, right? Yeah. When you shrink a vehicle, in order for it to be going the same speed as a full-size vehicle, yeah. it will feel that much faster to the shrunken vehicle than the big vehicle. For instance, if it shrunk 60 times, let's say, yeah. it'll feel like you're going 60 times faster. So if you're trying to go 60 miles an hour, it'll feel like you're going 3,600 miles per hour in that small vehicle in order to get to that speed. You should just add the word quantum in front of it. It all makes sense. <laughs> right, exactly. And, <laughs> and they kind of do that. I think that, that, I think that was a bit, wasn't it? Do you just put quantum yeah. in front of everything? <laughs> yes, yeah. I think yeah. they actually said that. Yeah. So I get that that stuff can kind of be like distracting if you think about it, but I'm just willing to suspend my disbelief on all that stuff and just yeah. kind of go with it. Yeah. So the thing I the thing I was saying about the um the conversation and not having that conversation doesn't that feel real to you though? How many times in your life have you gone through a bunch of you know nonsense because a few people just didn't have a conversation? I can name a few. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. I always force the conversation. <laughs> I really do. You Calvin's and you Calvin and Hobbs them if they don't. Yeah. Bam bam. Yeah. That's yeah exactly come to the what table, or you're going to get the Calvin. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep going back to that. Maybe I've always found it easier just to like talk to people. Like, okay, hey, 
we can settle this with a 15-minute conversation and then be done with it, or we can fight about it for, like, three months. And I think, you know, people are cathartic enough. They'll be like, okay, let's just get this over with, and then we won't have to deal with it. I think you're the rarity. I know, and I and I think in in most times I shouldn't say most times a lot of times people don't know they need to have a conversation and I don't know even the people in this movie really realize that that kind of resolution was there for them yeah. if they had opened it up it just seems so simple like in such an easy fix I'm curious to hear what your fix is in yeah. the Sif spoil because I kind of want to know your perspective because in my mind um, I don't know that it could have been talked about uh, to get to this solution because one of the main bad guy characters and this is linked into the things I didn't like about the movie um, can I name the character yeah that's fine uh, the character's name is Ghost and this particular one is kind of a wild card and I don't know that Ghost would sit down at the table and talk about the and come to the same conclusion that ends up you know developing in this movie so yeah, actually, I think the movie handles that really well actually as far as what the resolution has to be for, you know, all of the characters. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of tiptoeing around spoilers. Because they, so. yeah. they didn't even know about, like, there's just things that they didn't even know about that were happening. So I'm curious, kind of like what solution you would come to, Andrew, because the thing that I was really bothered by throughout this is I felt like the bad guys of this um, film had a real loose, um, maybe even like holes in their plot uh, enough to where I'm like, why are you here? Like, do we even need these characters at a couple times? Even my husband was saying something about that. And I kind of agree with him. He's like, why were these three people even in the movie? They could have totally been out of the movie. So to me, there was this, um, I don't know. Some of those characters just didn't really add to it. And even like ghosts storyline in this to me was like all built on convenience. And I didn't really, connect to that but i suspended my belief and was just along for the ride so i still um, liked it but that was my reason that i didn't love it i i'm excited to talk about a lot of this stuff in sif spoils kind of get you guys' perspective uh i came away feeling the opposite about the exact same thing i love the fact that this was a different kind of quote-unquote villain for marvel and i can't really go into much more of that without getting into the spoilers yeah other than to say the things you're talking about not enjoying about those characters i actually enjoyed about those characters like i like you're a strange person (laughs) i I am i do like the doctor strange movies as well (laughs) but um i yeah i i found it uh unique and interesting that it was formatted in that way and something i hated about this movie i just have to say this yeah do it and it is the opening scene, all right? Okay, so we're kind of like back in time or whatever. That's before they kind of go present day, mm-hmm. all right? And Evangeline Lilly is standing next to her father and they're talking. Child Evangeline. And no, no, it was a hope, like an oh, okay. adult woman. Like oh, okay. there's just like the scene, they're kind of leaning in a little bit and her shirt is so wrinkly. <laughs> it bothered the snot out of me. I'm like, come on, <laughs> wardrobe. Put her in a shirt that doesn't have ring. It was so distracting. You work with me every day. How is that annoying to you? I, I... You're not a superhero <laughs> in a Marvel film. If you got to be a superhero, how anyway. do you have time for ironing? You know what I'm saying? That's why I they guess. wear. That's why they wear lycra. I mean, yeah. this should make me be like, oh, she's just like me. She has wrinkly shirts, but instead I'm Maybe like, no, in. we have standards. Okay, you wear really nice clothes. Nice. Anyways, all okay. Right. Here's another positive. <laughs> <laughs> this movie once again proves that Marvel and Disney as a whole, I guess, knows how to DH. Yeah, they've people. got the secret sauce. I don't know Somewhere how they do it. Somewhere locked in a vault. They've it's got- crazy. DA people? DH. DH. Like oh. Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie. Oh was- my goodness. 
unbelievable. You know, whenever yeah. I was watching her on film and I was like, okay, this is really cool. I was thinking about that uh, scene for, I don't remember which movie it was, but it was with um, Iron Man. Yeah, when young, Iron, young that Robert young Downey Iron Jr. Man part and how mind-blowing that was. And like, they're doing it again. It was well, so Well, and they did neat. it in with, Guardians. Yeah, with uh, Russell, or Kurt Russell. With young Kurt Russell. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. What They've got they the doing? secret sauce. Um, yeah, and, you're so right on that. And they're going to do it for Samuel L. Jackson in for the, the whole movie for the whole movie yeah no yeah for uh, the Captain Marvel movie because it takes place in the eighties yeah do you remember when I watched the Star Wars movie and I didn't realize that the guy was CG the whole time do you remember that <laughs> yes the one that everybody complained about oh, yeah. yeah and I was like yeah, I didn't even notice so I'm like their perfect target audience I have no idea what's going yeah, on yeah they kind of rushed that one I think <laughs> I didn't notice it at all really yeah Ooh, it and he bothered like, me he would have so been, much he, he's the actor's gone like he's yeah. passed away yeah. yeah minutes ago yeah anyway a lot of minutes yeah many many moons have passed yeah um, that, that so was not good i i, I didn't even notice <laughs> I know. it at I all know. but here oh my goodness. it's incredible yeah everybody in my theater you could even hear a collective like wow really oh yeah because we were blown away because that was like a 30-year-old Diane Keaton. It was great. Or Mich- yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm so glad know, to where, see where her. Where did Diane Keaton come from? I, I haven't know. seen her since yeah. Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a minute ago. Yeah. And then Michael Douglas, you know, for the little bit, we see him, you know, crazy young there, too. Barring his limp. You couldn't tell. Yeah. yeah. He, he has a little hitch in his giddy-up. I think yeah. that's the last time I saw Michelle Pfeiffer was in Mother. Wasn't she in Mother? I didn't see it. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was the... Uh, the other mother. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, one last thing. Everybody got one last thing? Yes. Uh, for mine, I'll just say, um, I think my one last thing is, I, I, I'm pretty confident in saying the level you liked the first one is about the level you're going to like this one. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very similar of a movie. So I'm going to, my one last thing is I liked this so much more than the first one. <laughs> it really was going to be in my one What's last different? thing. The villain is so much better in this one than the okay, first Okay, that's one. interesting. And uh, Well, because they, they were still doing, they still had the problem of sameness in the villain in the first one. Yeah, it was, Yeah, I think that the first Ant-Man has hands down the worst villain in the entire MCU. I yeah. really do. And I like that they actually kind of took their time with this one. Yeah. And uh, I think that it's funnier than the first one, too. I didn't think the first one was all that funny. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's I right. Think, you didn't like the first Ant-Man as much no, as that. I that's right. We've had this conversation recently. Yeah. So aside I really from, like this one. Aside from Andrew. Oh, not really. like but Everyone like will one. like this about the same as they like the first one. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you like this one more. So maybe, I'm glad this one hit you maybe more. if you didn't like the first one, then you might like this one more. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. It worked for me. For me, my one more thing um, is that I think that becoming a mom made me more emotional. Because in the first few minutes of this one, I already was crying a little bit. Nice. And I was like, oh, I failed. Because oh. <laughs> for me, it's like a challenge not to cry when emotional things happen uh-huh. in film, and I failed. So that's something we and didn't it, really. And it really touch wasn't on. incredibly emotional. Like they didn't drive the emotion of relationships, but mm-hmm. when, but it was for me really. It's really hard, and even the news right well, now. There's a lot just, of daughters in this movie. A lot of daughters in the movie. Yeah. I happen to have one now, so it's all getting to me in my feels. Yeah. Anyway, I was about to say that's something we didn't touch on the parental role. You know, that's you know being displayed in this movie is like. The coolest dad ever. The dad that you'd want. Yeah. You know? I'd want Paul Rudd as my dad. 
Paul Rudd would be a great dad. Oh, yeah. yeah that reminds me. Maybe, They're never going to have Maybe my one more him. thing. Let's see. My one more thing would be, instead of that, maybe it would also be like, I think if I was going to be friends with any of the Avenger type people, my best chance is with Ant-Man because he's just like <laughs> the most normal dude. Right. You like know? In, in, is it in Civil War? He gets out of the car and he's like, you're Captain yeah. America. Yeah. Or in the movie when he's called him Cap. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, fun stuff. It's good stuff. Cool. There you go. Uh, I think even with the negatives, we'd all say it's a recommend. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good I would time. definitely good recommend Good time at the theater. It. And like you said, good time full for family. full family. Everybody oh, yeah. come have a good time. It's definitely one of those fun movies. Fun stuff. All right. Let's move on to our second topic, uh, which is summer television. Uh, what is the TV that you are into this summer? I'm not sure about you guys. I picked three shows. Um, I wrote down four that I'm watching. Well, Danae, why don't you kick us off then? What's one that you're watching this summer um, that you really like? Well, I guess I, I wrote down four that I have seen. Um, the ones I'm watching are So You Think You Can Dance and Food Network Star. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to a list to figure out, like, what is summer movie, what does summer TV mean? Like, does yeah. it mean it starts or is it just like it's at its peak? Yeah, summer TV in general, summer TV is a little lighter. It's a little more reality television on in the summer. You know, like, yeah. it's not the- I, I definitely, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but that, I don't think that was summer because it kind of just I think ended. That count, yeah, I think that counts as summer. I didn't know. It's an early summer show. Yeah. But So You Think You Can Dance is happening. I watched that one. Um, the other two that I have come across and I caught a little bit of and I'm like, do I want to watch this? One was Claws on TNT, which is apparently like R-rated, so I don't know if I'm going to keep watching that one or not, but it was really interesting in the show that so, I saw. It's about fingernails? Yeah. There, well, no. It is not <laughs> about nails, fingernails. nail salon, yeah. There's like drug trafficking and like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a darker show. It's not show. a show where you just watch fingernails grow. It's no. the, it's the Breaking Bad of manicures. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should be the subtitle. It's hilarious. And the other one that I caught that I, was on this list that I found was a drunk history on Comedy Central? Uh huh. That started as a YouTube show, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I I happened to Eric catch Waters. the middle to the end of an episode, and I found myself learning about history and also cracking up because you've got this person that's just getting smashed, and the yeah. host is like cracking up too. So, anyways, it was very interesting. I've seen the title before, but I never watched it. Drunk History so. was before it moved to Comedy Central. My favorite YouTube channel. Really? Oh, yeah. oh it was the. It's the funniest thing. I, I, I learned that was pretty fun. Yeah. So I don't know that I'll keep watching it, but it definitely caught my interest. Uh, the first one I'll mention is So You Think You Can Dance, since you mentioned it. That is one of my three as well. I love that show. Uh, it is. Here's one of the things I love about it. I love it when a reality show has realized it actually wants to be about the competition and not about like the silliness and the making fun of people who are bad at it and that kind of stuff. Like the 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 way the judges talk to these contestants is so great and so encouraging, but so honest. Um, there's a real difference between this and like America's Got Talent, where the judges are basically just speaking exuberant nonsense to every act that comes up there and just saying how amazing they are and they've never seen anything like it and all that kind of stuff. And if it's a great story and maybe the singing's not perfect, but what an amazing story they'll put that person through. Yeah. And so you think you can dance. Somebody may come up with an incredible, there was a, a Missing dancer. a leg. Yeah. There was a dancer. Yeah. Who, who came up as a, an amputee and there was another dancer who just lost like both his parents or something like that. And the dance was about his emotion and trying to live through that. And they, they will start by saying, you're amazing. Your story is amazing. 
We love you. We wish you the best. Here's where you could improve on the actual dance. Come and back and, next and year. Come back next year and try again. And I love that because it's actually about finding the best dancer. And I think that's really cool. And then, of course, there's some of that hip hop stuff that just blows my mind. Um, you know, some of that popping and locking is just it looks like it's unreal. It looks like they're they're aliens. It's it's phenomenal stuff. So like how is your elbow back there? Right. We don't so, know. Yeah, how did you just bend that way? What's one of your favorites, Andrew? Uh, speaking of competitions where it's all about, you know, being at your peak and not about, you know, your backstory, American Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. Because uh, I love that show so much. Did you like the team show that came out? A long time ago? Yeah, I kind of liked that one. Yeah, well, there there was two. There's a, a World Ninja Warrior. Yeah, you're talking about All-Stars yeah. or USA versus the World yeah, or something else? Yeah, there was else. that one. There was one back, like... In the early 2000s, where uh, it was like a uh, a training session for the n- top ninjas, like mm. it was like a competition. I don't remember that one. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like uh, teams of like uh, ninjas, and then they would compete against each other on the obstacles, and whoever's team did it best, they would you know you know go up. So it sounds like rank. USA versus the world. Yeah, probably. Kind of. Except it was... It was all USA. Except, or actually, All-Stars kind of does that a little bit, too. Yeah. But. I really liked that show, but I, no, I haven't American watched... Warrior, yeah. Do you know I've never watched through to the end, you know, where they get to the big one? I always just seem to see the ones where it's just all the preliminary... <laughs> well, sometimes they don't make it to the end. Well, They don't even usually, get to make the... No, usually they don't make it to the only yeah, one oh. season. Only one season. And two people ever have ever won the whole thing. Yeah. Well, technically, only one person has won it. Okay, yeah. Two but people two have, have done all the obstacles. Yeah. But it was the same season. So whoever did it quicker won that year. Which is the most horrible thing ever for... The other, other there's person. only one other person who's done it, and yet you didn't win the million dollars. Exactly, yeah. And by the way, they never... they win Because um, the one guy came back this season. Are yeah. you up to date? Yeah. So the one guy who actually won that year came back, and... Every time they talk about him, they don't even reference the other guy. Like it's almost like they're they're yeah. making it sound like he's the only one who's ever done it. It's weird yeah. to me. I, I I don't understand. I, every single time they do that, I'm like, what about? You yeah, know? and they but they never even mention him. Yeah, like, he's a cameraman, right? Like I, don't know. Uh, I think yeah, I think he's a cameraman. The other guy who did it, not yeah. on the show. You just mean in in life? Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in life, yeah. he's like a cameraman for like a sporting event or something. That's why he has like those. Giant forearms, but no, uh, uh Caldiero. You wouldn't think that was a profession that would be great in American Ninja <laughs> but, Warrior, but but you would... the grip strength, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. No, totally. Constantly holding a camera. I'm sure he works out in other ways too, but yeah, no, that's great. obviously yeah. But no, uh, yeah, whenever uh, Caldiero, that's his name, right? The guy yeah. who did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single time he's on, they're like, "Yep, he's the only one who has ever done it." <laughs> it's so weird. I don't yeah. get that. Uh, another one that I'm. I think summer for me. I think like you mentioned, it's just a time. Because you want to relax in the summer, so I don't want a show that I'm really going to be, you know, you know, really thinking about. I just want yeah. some reality TV shows. So I'll watch American Ninja Warrior. I'll watch The Ultimate Fighter, and I'll watch BattleBots. Yeah, BattleBots. Oh, is I love great. Yeah. BattleBots so much. Yeah, this season's great too because they're doing like an actual regular season. Yeah, which I think is fun. Yeah, it's um, really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Who's your favorite bot? I love. I forget the name of the bot, but I love the one that has the incredible hydraulic flipper that can flip robots like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. Uh, Bronco. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Bronco. Yeah. I like um, Minotaur. Minotaur is incredible. And then Tombstone. Is, yeah. You know. Well, didn't Minotaur and Tombstone fight in like the first episode this season? Yeah, that oh, was yeah. like my dream match, and I got it in episode one. 
Yeah, that's and then there's then there's people like the burger one where it's just like you obviously don't care about winning. Yeah, you just wanted to make a robot that looked like a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> you know what show we're talking about, Danae? Yes. Okay. I watched it when it first kind of came out. A long. It feels like it was a long, long time. It came ago. out in the '90s. This is like a reboot yeah. of the whole yeah. show. This is like season four of the new run or season five. Yeah. One of those two. It's basically like the Coliseum for robots. Yeah. yeah. Except obviously, you know, from like where it was in like the '90s and where it is today with the advancement in technology, like yeah. seeing what people come up with is insane. Like drum spinners that go over 250 miles an hour. It's and crazy. Stuff. So, like for you, you're watching this stuff that you're like, you know, in the summer I want to relax and watch things destroy each other. And like for me, I'm like, in the summer I want to relax and I watch the Great British but Bake Show. But, but I you think don't have a, to think about I, it. I think there's a difference between That's a true. show like BattleBots where yes, it is intense, but I don't have to invest in the story. It's not like right, Westworld where I'm spending the rest of the week trying to dissect everything I just saw. <laughs> right. I'm not going to be spending the next six days wondering how Tombstone shredded that other robot to pieces. How are they going to reattach the robotic arm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. No, that's, I do a, have, that's a great choice. I do have shows. Those are the three I'm watching right now. And then I have shows that I'm looking forward to when they come out later this summer. And that's uh, Jack Ryan on Prime. Okay. Because... I, I like me some John Krasinski, and I also like me some Tom Clancy. Yeah, so. no, that could be good. Yeah, and then also uh, Castle Rock, just because I love Stephen King, and it's the Stephen King multiverse. When are, when are those coming out? I thought those were more fall television. Uh, Castle Rock comes out in, uh, I think, a week and a half. Okay. And then uh, Jack Ryan, the first week of August. Nice. Are they releasing the whole thing, or are they doing like a week at a time? I don't know what Prime does. Does Prime release everything both. at once? It's done both. Okay. So I don't know what they're doing with actually, it. Actually, actually, Netflix has done both now, too. So Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's I've got never weekly seen, shows. I've never the, seen Netflix do a weekly show. Yeah, they've got... Um, I've seen Hulu do it a lot. The The one I watched that they did weekly was the uh, the Talk Soup guy. Uh, they basically brought back Talk Soup. Oh, Joe McHale? Yeah, the Joe McHale show was weekly. Oh. Um, so, yeah, they've got some some stuff they do that way. Yeah, those are my shows. Um, I also had Big Brother, which I think is a, a mindless another yeah, mindless watch. I can't believe that show's still on. I've never seen it's a so single great. episode. It's just so fun. Never seen um, one episode. Yeah, it's really fun. And like I've said before, when that show started, it was kind of about the titillation of it, you know? But, you know, ooh, we're going to watch these people in a house and let's see what happens. It's become so much more about strategy and gameplay, and that's the kind of stuff that I love. What is that so, show about? Uh, basically you put people in a house, they're cut off from the outside world. You have them do competitions and then they form alliances kind of like survivor or whatever. They never leave the house. No, no, they're not allowed to leave the house. So for the entire summer. Um, and so they don't, they don't know what's going on in the outside world. All they they know is each other. They're trapped with each other. So the human drama is kind of elevated. If they win their competitions, they get like advantages. Right. Or, you know, they have rewards. One person wins what's called a head of household competition. They get to nominate Mm -hmm. who's on the block and then they vote one of those people out, uh, each week. And then there's twists and turns. It's very much known to be a show where they have huge twists like every other episode. So the players never know kind of what's in store. Um, so it's mm. fun. I enjoy that part of it. And then the other one I wanted to mention uh, is one that won't be for everybody, but Preacher. If you've ever seen the comic book Preacher or whatever, it's very interesting to me, first of all, because it deals with a lot of religious kind of uh, imagery, those kind of things. And then also one of my, uh, well, uh Guest Guru, Josh. Yeah. You know, Josh Childs, been on the Guest Guru on Sif Pop. His brother has a The prim- Nether Regions. 
Uh, he uh, that that's that's his um thing. That's that's his YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Just wanted Danae. to make sure that uh, you understand why I just said those words together. Any anyways, his <laughs> older brother Jeremy is a main role on the show for really? this season. Yeah, yeah. So so it's been fun to kind of watch him on that. I like Preacher. Yeah, it's so. a fun show. Preacher's a very interesting show. And I love a show that doesn't feel like it follows any of the rules of regular shows. And Preacher is definitely one of those shows. It's like, you know, we're going like to... Mr. Robot? Yeah, Mr. Robot's a good example of that. But this yeah. is even more abstract and out there. For instance, you know, entire episode, one of the characters goes to hell and develops a friendship with Hitler. And, you know, they're trying to figure out how to get out of hell together Sounds and break like out of hell. Sounds like my kind of show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And Not then, for everybody. <laughs> then there's an episode where they kill two angels like over and over because angels yeah. don't die. Yeah. They just keep respawning. So as soon as they respawn, they kill them again. Yeah. It's weird. The way it's... it handles the religious ideology, the idea yeah. of Messiah, all those kind of things is just, it's way out there. And I'm not even sure what it's trying to say yet and i don't know if it actually is ever trying to say something yeah but it's it's an interesting one it takes me, place so. in texas and it looks so unbearably hot oh yeah that's true as well yeah so there you go any other summer tv you guys wanted to mention nope it's funny because andrew you mentioned all the ones i kind of wanted to mention but didn't have on my list oh yeah like ninja warrior and battle bots and i'm surprised you didn't stuff. have ninja warrior because well, i, I know love ninja warrior you and yeah. i that's one of our favorite shows yeah, yeah. um but, it's good stuff yeah there you go. Well, before we head on to the rest of the show, uh, let's take a second to thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you for your support of this podcast and the Studio DNA Network. If you go to patreon.com slash studio DNA, uh, you can sign up three bucks a month is where the support starts. And you get to hear all the bonus episodes. We record a bonus episode for every episode of Sif Pop that is only available to the supporters. So you can check that out there. You'll also find in your Sift Pop feed these days... D-nay or D-yay? D-yay or D-nay. D-yay or D-nay. You're the one that came up with it. Yeah. You're so get, smart. I sometimes get the, the order mixed up. But yeah, you're doing some stuff on uh, mobile games that I've really been enjoying. Thanks. Yeah, I'm having a good time. One of the things I always liked to do when I was on Sif Pop Proper all the time was talk about app gaming as often as I could. It was one of my favorite parts is to bring like new fun games to play because I am an app addict. I love playing app games. And so we just kind of were talking about ways that I could kind of potentially come back into the Sif Pop world a little bit. So we're doing this uh, series. It's only going to be for a little while. In fact, I think we're about halfway done or already mm-hmm. halfway done. Yeah. Um, and what I'm doing is just finding app games that um, go along with the movies that you guys review. So I am now searching for ant style games. In fact, <laughs> last night I uh, downloaded about three different ant games try to figure out if there's one worth talking about and there's a lot of really dumb ant games out mm-hmm. there so um i'll won't but probably talk about those on the <laughs> show proper but they're just like yeah they're short little 15 minutes or so and the really cool thing is that it's actually all been sponsored so before we head back into the show if i could just take a moment and invite you to go and sign up for our giveaway that we're having Centricity Music is a music label based out of Franklin, Tennessee, and Aaron and I have actually talked to quite a few of their artists before. Really, really great people, and they sent some swag for us to give away. We have yeah. a really cool backpack, uh, a really nice like metal mug. It's like a looks like a regular coffee mug, but you cannot microwave it. Just a heads up, don't put it in the microwave. It is metal; it will explode. Um, a couple of CDs, and then we're doing two gift card giveaways. There's one for like Amazon Music. And then there is another one that'll be either for Apple Play or Google Play. So you can spend that money on app games or really whatever you want. So 
really big prize package. I think it's actually the biggest thing we've ever given away here at Studio DNA. So mm-hmm. we're really thankful to Centricity for doing that. Um, so go sign up. It's at sifpop.com slash giveaway. Mm-hmm. And that's how you sign up. And then at the end of the series for DA or Danae, we will be giving that away. Uh, I think that ends with Mission Impossible week. That's I think the plan. Is the, is the final week of that. So yep. I've seen the backpack, by the way, that's in the giveaway. Yeah. It is a killer backpack. It I looks should take a so picture of it and cool. post it. You should. You really should. Because... That backpack's awesome. So if you want to, Ooh. yeah, she's holding it. She's Vanna Whiting it right now. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get in on that giveaway again, it's easy. Just go to sifpop.com slash giveaway. Um, no purchase required. No. <laughs> nope. Of anything. But if you want to support a Patreon, you can. <laughs> All right. Let's head on to the Sift Quest. This is where you send us on a quest to answer a burning question that you have or maybe solve a debate between you and a friend. Uh, this one comes from John via email. Uh, a different John than the John last week, by the way. Um, John, apparently a common name. Uh, he says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Keep up the incredible content. My only question is, was there an actor you completely associated with a role when you were young? You only identified them as that character, only to have that association shattered when you saw them in a different role. Uh, his example is when I was nine and first saw Lord of the Rings, Viggo Mortensen was Aragorn. But then to see him in Eastern Promises and a history of violence a few years later, it was like seeing a completely different human. Thanks. I look forward to your answers. Uh, fun little thought experiment here. Like this is something we've all experienced, right? Where somebody is that character that you know them from, especially when you're a kid and you're watching movies. They just are that character. And then all of a sudden down the road, it's like, Oh, wait, that's a human being being who plays different characters. So I'm interested to hear your choices. Andrew, let's start with you. I'm going to tell you a story about a time I saw a movie too young. <laughs> was it Chucky? <laughs> it was not Chucky. When you saw Chucky in a different movie, it was like, hey, it, that killer doll has has range. It was Silence of the Lambs. Oh, wow. Because... Uh, uh, you know, parents were away. I saw a VHS tape of a lady who had a moth on her face. I thought it looked funny. Plugged <laughs> it in. It was not funny. So Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. And I was glad to see him as other people, you know, besides right. him. But so one that I am uh, that I was shocked to find out when I was a kid, I'm like, I associate them with this character over only, and that's Jim Varney. I think that's easy to do with yeah, Ernest. Ernest. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he's just Ernest, you know? Right. Uh, what else did you see him in? Well, he was in Toy Story. He was Slinky. And right. Beverly Hillbillies, he was Jed Clampett. Uh, so whenever I saw him in those, I'm like, oh, yeah, he he's he's not just Ernest. But he was Ernest in everything else. Yeah. 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 So Jim Varney. Very nice. The importance of being Ernest. Yeah. Uh, all right, Danae, what's uh, your choice? I have two. But my one that was really, really emotional and really bothered me and jarred me forever um, is David Morse, who is... Here, I'm going to show you a picture. He's this Wait, guy. I think I know who... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. David Morse. Okay. Yeah. That's who I thought you were talking about. Okay, okay. So he's like, you know, usually play... I think the Green Mile. Yes, yeah, who yeah. Super kind, super sweet, blue eyes, so nice, like, save the day. And then I watched Dancer in the Dark... Um, which is Bjork's movie from like 2000. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and he was not the same person. But whenever <laughs> he's he, not a nice person. When I saw the movie, I was so like, like, oh, this is cool. Here he is. He's this nice guy. I love this movie. And then it takes a very horrible turn. And I was really, really upset. Shook. Yeah, it shook me. Wow. So that's the one for me. 
Did what were the other ones that you had thought of? Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim yeah. Carrey. He always played like really goofy, silly, silly, silly stuff. Kind of like you were talking about, you know, Ernest. Then what turns you around? Uh, Eternal Sunshine, yeah. which is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I I went with even specific roles in my mind. Um, actually, I have an actor and an actress from the same movie that I have this experience with, and it's because I watched this movie so much growing up. Um, and, and enjoyed it so much. And then to see them do other things was just difficult. And it's Princess Bride, uh, Carrie Oles and, um, Robin uh, Wright. Robin Wright. Yeah. Robin Wright was always the princess from Princess Bride. And then all of a sudden she was in Forrest Gump, in Unbreakable, and even like House of Cards recently. And I'm like, that is not Princess Buttercup, you know, mm-hmm. but she is Princess Buttercup. Like, that's Princess Buttercup. And the same with Wesley, right? You know, yeah. like he was then in Liar Liar and Twister. Twister. And I'm like, no, but but that's Wesley. Yeah. That's not it can't be that guy. That's Wesley. So yeah, Princess Bride was one of those movies for me that kind of did that with the characters. I it took me for, forever to realize that Mandy Patinkin was the same guy from uh, Princess Bride. Because the yeah. only other thing I'd seen him in was uh uh Home Homeland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, t- the TV he, show Homeland. And yeah. I think he's looks so different now than what he did when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, Oh wait, that's in Diego Montoya. Yeah. Somebody killed his father. They better prepare <laughs> to die. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. The only other one I thought of was Christian Bale because I watched Newsies a lot, and so like here's this this kid singing in a musical or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's Batman. <laughs> I and think, many other things, by the way. Yeah. I also loved him in Swing Kids. Uh, so that's probably why it wasn't the same with him, because I saw him in a few things yeah. kind of growing up. But I can't remember the first thing I saw him in. Maybe American Psycho. That's, that, a, that's a little different than Newsies. Yeah, because I didn't see Newsies until later in life. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe American Psycho. So those were kind of my answers. I love that question. Thank yeah, you for it, question. John. That's, that's, that's like a lot that of fun. If you'd like to send us on a Sift Quest, uh, you can email us or hit us up on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, just hit up my DMs. Uh, that would be Aaron Dicer on Twitter, or you can email us feedback at siftpop.com. Uh, that's an easy way to get to us as well. Let us know what quest you want to send us on. All right, it's time for a buried treasure, guys. What's that one thing in any area of pop culture you want to make sure people know about? Uh, Danae, kick us off. Uh, didn't yay or Danae? I'm doing this really cool mini series podcast that is in the same podcast feed you're listening to. No, that really is. I just think it's something that um, is super fun. And mostly I want you to go sign up for the giveaway. It is just super cool that we get to do this. So that was mine for today. What is uh, what's a mobile game over the first four episodes that is your favorite so far that you've reviewed on, you know, that's your biggest DA. Um, it's the little toss away mention that I did called Save the Bunnies. <laughs> um, I actually didn't review it in full. It was sort of just like a if you go try this and you see buzz saws falling from the sky, <laughs> you have found the correct game. <laughs> and I still play that one. Save the bunnies. Save the bunnies. Very nice. Uh, my buried treasure, you're going to love this, Andrew, is Love Simon. You saw it, huh? I, I did see it, based on your extreme recommendation. And you loved it, I guess? Uh, I really liked it. I don't think I loved it as much as maybe you did, because you said it was one of your favorite of the year. Yeah, I think it's like number four or number five. Yeah. I so, think it's like right, either right before or right love after. It. I didn't love it that much. It's a, it's it, it feels very... Uh, I hate to talk about the negatives, because there's so much good about this movie. Yeah. Um, But I feel like that's where we differ, is maybe I like it a little bit less, and that's probably just because it was a little basic for me. Um, just kind of the, the plot line was a little kind of basic rom-com for me, but, um, but I did really love the characters 
and enjoyed hanging out with that group of kids. Yeah. And I was not, I did not expect to like it as much as I did. So I did want to mention it for Buried Treasure. Um, I like how you say, uh, I went, saw this movie off your recommendation, but I still didn't expect to like it because <laughs> you I liked it. I should have clarified. I yeah. didn't expect to like it before I heard you. Uh, okay. Go gaga about it, and well, then that's, I was like, nice oh, save. I like it. Nice save. That's no, no, that's awkward. the word. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> Backpedal. <laughs> what about you? What's your buried treasure? So mine is a show on Discovery that I just found. It's called Expedition Unknown. Mm. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. So imagine a real life Indiana Jones who goes around the world trying to find lost cities and like sunken ships and stuff like that. It's that show. Nice. But he doesn't look like Indiana Jones. He's a little bit thicker, and he likes sweets, and he's really Those funny. Those two things can go together, by the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's a really funny guy, and uh, it's just really cool, because uh, the most recent ones I saw was uh, the ancient Mayan ruins that he's, like, helping people unbury, because, you know, like, they have, like, the mm-hmm. temples and everything, but I guess, like, they've discovered this lost city yeah. of like snake kings is, is what they were called i think Ooh. like the your people your people andrew uh, wrong side of the world oh okay yeah andrew's last name ormsby yes yeah it, it means it, like snake it, it means whisperer how yeah snake whisperer yeah <laughs> lord of close, the snake yeah close enough um but uh no it's really cool because like you see them actually like and i love the fact that every episode isn't like you know your classic like ooh, maybe they were here or maybe they weren't sometimes right. it's like Oh, yeah, we found him. And sometimes it's like, no, we were wrong. They're not here. Interesting. Yeah, I really like it. That reminds one of, reminds me of one of my summer TV shows that I didn't talk about, which is Alone, uh, which is on History Channel, actually. I love Alone. I think. Alone is a, is a blast, too, where people just get dropped off in the wilderness alone. Yeah, and, and how wh- long can you survive? Whoever survives the longest on were, their own. In the to wilderness. clarify, Alone with a cameraman. No, Alone. No. Oh <laughs> no, they're alone. They they oh. are visited. They are visited every so often by I medical think like people. What, two, but... Once every two months or something like that, or no, a it's month. M- it's more than that. Okay. I'm sure it's. But more yeah, than that, pretty but... much they drop them off with cameras, and they're like, there are like eight other people who are spread out. Whichever of you can survive the longest wins. And they do their own filming. Yeah, and they film so. everything. Okay, themselves. fine. <laughs> and they they drop them off in like uh. Like it's not it's Madagascar it's, this season. Oh, it's Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. the ones I the ones I saw they were dropped off in like uh, Alaska and like well the Kodiak Mongolia the, Mongolia anyway somewhere where it gets really cold because cold is always a part of the show. Probably not Madagascar because that's in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with Mongolia. I'm yeah, not sure. Um, but yeah, they're like out there for like almost a year. Sometimes like it's just mm-hmm. two people. Like I'm whoever, doing fine. Yeah, whoever can stay the longest. Yeah. One guy this season already built himself this incredible log cabin. I'm just really? like, did you bring a chainsaw? Like how? Like it's crazy. Yeah, these people are amazing. So, and Danae looks like these people are crazy. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know how to survive. I eat fast food every day. <laughs> is, is there a Taco Bell drive-through? Can I get uh, one of those? Well, we did it, guys. Yeah, we did a podcast. Clap, clap, clap. I'm excited to talk about this, uh, the spoiler for Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. So let's yeah. jump into that next. Yeah, you'll find that in your feed next. Uh, but thank you, Danae, hey, for hanging out with us. thanks for having me. Thanks Woo-hoo. to all of you for joining us for the podcasting. We gave it our best shot, and I think we succeeded. Thanks so much for joining us today. For Sif Pop, it is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following us at Spreaker, either in the Spreaker app or at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to today's guru, Danae Hughes. Yay! And Danae says on Twitter. Yep. Danae, what do you want to promote? 
Um, I'm doing this series <laughs> on Sif Pop called D.A. or D.N.A. I think you should listen to it. It should be easy to find <laughs> right here in the feed that you're listening to right now. Uh, like I said, you can also tweet at Danae, at Danae Says on Twitter. Uh, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at 3 bucks a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at patreon.com slash studiodna. Lots of ways to connect with the podcast. You can comment at Spreaker, email us at feedback at sifpop.com. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like it too, so let them know about it, and that listening is much easier than getting trapped in the quantum realm. Spoiler chat for Ant-Man and the Wasp should be next up in your podcast feed. And next week, we'll be back to discuss Skyscraper. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.